Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, I review 1997's Babs. All right, so Babs from 1997. I'm here with my special guest again. Mm-hmm. Um, say your name. Roshana. Yeah, we got Roshana here uh, from the Hocus Pocus podcast <laughs> that we did last week. But you know how I like to, you know, how I like to start this podcast off. Right. How I, how, how we saw the movie. Um, how did you see the movie? You know, when I was a kid, I didn't. Um really paid too much attention about the movie it was a here and there like you know how you see bits and pieces of the parts of the movie but you didn't really sit down and watch it from the beginning to the end mm-hmm. that was my situation okay uh how i saw the movie was my mom rented like a bunch of movies from like blockbuster yes <laughs> and my mom rented for me she rented the replacement killers wow and Mr. Nice Guy. Wow. Mr. Nice Guy was with a, this was a, it was a Jackie Chan film. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Replacement Killers was uh, with uh, Chow Young Fat. Oh, but she, the titles. I was thinking yeah. maybe it was, you know, was it vir- very violent, rated R? Replacement Killers was very rated R. <laughs> but, that was the 90s. <laughs> Our parents allowed us to watch everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, not porn, what, but you know, yeah, just the, rated R movies. So. Yeah. I found porn on my own, but uh, anyway, but <laughs> but um, yeah, but my mom also rented Baps, so that was that was another movie that she rented that for her, and I just happened to watch it with her, and that was the only time I actually watched that movie. The, the, us watching it for the review of this uh, podcast, that was the second time I've ever watched that movie. Yeah, I've never. Do you still remember it though? Do I still remember it? I by the first take of it when you were young. From watching it when I was a kid, yeah, I remember a little bit, most of it, a little bit of it. I remember, I want to say maybe like fifty percent of it from when I was a kid. And when we watched it again is when I it start like coming back to me, you know, all the stuff. And I just want, I just wanted to see it just to see if when I was a kid. I don't even think that I even really cared about that movie as a kid, honestly. <laughs> but I just wanted to see it just to see if I cared, you know, <laughs> Yes. as an adult. Yeah. You know, I was like, maybe I didn't understand it as a kid. Maybe I'll understand it as an adult. You know, maybe, maybe I'll get it now, mm-hmm. you know, but, but yeah, anyway, we're getting to, the, we're getting into this movie, uh, I never noticed that Robert Townsend directed it. Yeah. Neither. Yes. It was like, when they say directed by Robert Townsend, I was like, Robert Townsend? <laughs> I was like, because Robert Townsend did Hollywood Shuffle. Yes, he and he did, did uh, the five heartbeats. Yes, I did the five heartbeats. Yes. And um, that's probably one that's, that's probably one that's coming up. I don't know, but stay tuned. Um... And Meteor Man is most likely one coming up also, but... 
actually like Meteor Man when I was a kid. Yeah, I like Meteor Man as a kid too. It was, that was a he was a he was the first black superhero. <laughs> True. Yeah, he's like he was so good. I'm I'm gonna save him for the I'm gonna save the facts for the Meteor Man uh, review. Right. I'll save that. Okay. But didn't notice he did that. But by this time, by this time he had uh, kind of went downhill. You know, Robert Townsend. So I can understand him doing this because like. I, I think I looked at I looked at like Robert Townsend's filmography and it's not a lot it's it's not a lot to be you know <laughs> it 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 gets it gets a little it gets a little messy. They think Baps was one of his worst or not his good films. I'm not sure. I'm like we we'll find out. But and he was also do, I think he was also doing that he was also doing that uh that sitcom, The Parenthood. Yes, he I think did. around this time too. So like you. You know, ain't got a lot of time to direct and you're doing a sitcom, you know. Yeah, it was a hectic schedule. It was hectic. But. That makes sense. But yeah, we start off with uh, these two waitresses in Atlanta. We got Nisi, played by Halle Berry. And then we got Mickey, played by a newcomer, Natalie DeSalle. This was her first movie, actually. So. They're they're waitresses. They're working in Atlanta. They hate their job. Uh, we got a we got a quick Bernie Mac cameo. We did. We did. Get, we got a quick Bernie Mac Which cameo. I didn't know. Yeah. He was in there. He's only in there for like two seconds. Right. It's like two seconds and he's gone. You know. <laughs> it's like that's it. We also got a Rudy Ray Moore cameo in here. Uh, Dolomite. Dolomite. He, he's at the beginning. Of the uh, of the uh, of the movie, where, like I think she's like serving him and stuff like that. And I think they even like made like a wink and a nod. They're like, yeah, that's Dolomite. You know, is that him where he said his toes was too burnt? Yes. And she like scraped off the black stuff from the toes and handed it to him. Yes, that's that that was Rudy Ray Moore. That no was fresh toast. <laughs> no fresh toast for Dolomite. Right, this is Dolomite. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like the first part of the movie. How did you feel about the first part of the movie? Because like I really didn't really get anything. Me neither. Know? It was just so confusing. It was confusing the way it started off. The way it started off, you know, it was just a whole bunch of. It was just a whole bunch of nothing. It was. This was a whole bunch of nothing. You know, you, you got them, you met the boyfriends, right? Yes. yes. And then they go to a, they go to a club. They get hit on by these other two dudes. You know, and it's that's just, no different than their last boyfriend. Yeah, and that's pretty much it until we get to like the real plot of them going to LA to become video girls because. Uh, Nisi sees a, um, she sees a, uh, 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 a TV spot. Yeah, I right? think, uh, Nisi saw, like, uh, like, something with her mom said. She said, if you see the same thing three times for three different places, and that's, like, your calling, your blessing. So she saw a dancing edition in a magazine, one in the radio, 
another one in the magazine. And she was like, that is it. We're going to California, yeah. LA, and I'm going to become a dancer. Yeah. Yeah, because like the last time they saw it, they saw the TV spot on the uh, TV. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, this is it. This is it. And so they went to LA to go dance for Heavy D. And they did that. And another thing about this movie, another thing about this movie mm-hmm. is like, did they recruit just like every Dev Comedy Jam comedian that was hot at the time? Yes, they did. Because uh, the two boyfriends are comedians. Mm-hmm. They're like Dev Jam comedians, the guys that have been on Dev Jam. Yes. Uh, one of the guys that hit on uh, Nisi in the club, yes. the guy that was that was hitting on her, he's he's a Dev, I think he's a Dev Jam comedian, mm-hmm. right? There's a, there's a, there's just a bunch of like, just like, Dev Jam comedians from the past that it like, that really dates this movie. It does. It really, really dates this movie because I'm like, wow, none of those guys are around anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like, I remember all of these dudes in the '90s, <laughs> but none of them are here anymore. None of them went on to be big except Bernie Mac. Right. Bernie Mac is the only one in this movie that went on to be big and he's only in the movie for like two seconds <laughs> I guess he was gonna help the movie out I guess I don't know man cause like Bernie Mac wasn't Bernie Mac wasn't the Bernie Mac that we know no, that's true, that's true. you know at that time mm-hmm. you know like he was he was actually still establishing himself so he's, he's only in the movie for like two seconds and he's gone but he became the biggest he became the biggest star out of all of these people right but <laughs> uh, another fun thing another thing I noticed uh, there's a scene I think it's the club scene there's a club scene Halle Berry is wearing X earrings X earrings? yes like X-Men? yes what? I didn't even realize that because her hair yeah like her hair was Taking a lot. From I know you. the hair and the clothes it was very were just distractive. distracting, but you distract me, yeah. But yeah, she's wearing X earrings. Like she got earrings and they got X's. They're circles, right? With X's in, just like the X Men. Just like the X Men. How far along before you know that movie to X Men? I want to say this was like three years. They probably started shooting it in '99. Yeah, it came out in 2000, so it was probably like it's like two years. Right. You know, or so. you think like maybe the movie production took longer back in the day? Because right now this it, is like hotcakes. You know, it comes out. Usually they shoot like a, usually they shoot like a year in advance, mm-hmm. and then they put it out. Right. You know, so I probably I probably say like they start they started shooting the movie in '99. Or do you think that she knew she was gonna have her like she got a role? She probably as, got the as X Men. Yeah, she probably got the role like a year later. And he wanted to represent. Yeah. You know, she probably so. got the she probably got the role like a year later, but. Anyway, yeah, the girls go to L.A. Uh, they see LL Cool J in the airport. Nothing really comes from it. You know, like, it's a, right. just a pointless LL Cool J uh, cameo. Yeah, it's a lot of cameos where you get to see, like, you know, Heavy D and all the other stars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot oh, of cameos. Athletes, right? I'm trying to see if they, athletes? I'm trying to see if they, I'm trying to remember if there were any athletes in this film. I don't think there were. I don't think there were any athletes in this film. I, I know there was a lot of 
90s. It was a lot of very. Rappers and singers at the time. Yes. And they're supposed to be, you know, these ladies from Atlanta, Georgia, from the South. They've never been anywhere. Like, there's never been close up to a celebrity. So they didn't really know how to act and stuff. They even came to LA with a LA etiquette book so they can, you know, be cordial and professional and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Like, kind of, I don't know. I mean, it was, I wouldn't say it was stereotyping, whatever, but it was har- It was harmless. It was oh, harmless. Yeah. I think it was harmless. What do you think? Eh, I'll probably get into that as 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 it goes along, mm-hmm. you know, because like I, I don't think I don't think I really like at this point I don't think I've really established the character, right? Me neither. From either of them, because like, I got I didn't want to go into this movie knowing a lot of people what a lot of people think about this movie. Right. I didn't want to have that on me. Right. I wanted to form my own opinion. Right. You know, to be like I don't want to be like oh yeah this movie's trash. You know, like oh yeah they're they're depicting a ghetto stereotype. Well, I don't, and... I don't, I don't think it's, um, I don't think they're ghetto. I think they're country. Yeah. First and foremost. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people think it's ghetto. Yeah, a lot of people do think it's ghetto, but they forget it's not, it's not the urban type of ghetto. It's just pretty much the dirty south, like the down south. Yeah. Kind of thing. Everybody had grills. They yes. had a club called Gold It was called the Gold Tooth. It was called the Gold Tooth. It was called the Gold Tooth. And yes. everybody was in there with the Gold Tooth. I wouldn't necessarily say like everybody in the South wear a Gold Tooth or something, but it's kind of like a fashion that they do in the South. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I am from the I South, think, so. <laughs> uh, me personally, I think it was harmless. You know what I mean? Right. That, now that you get the culture and stuff like that, the dirty South culture and everything like that, um, it's not, it's it's not um, what you would say, ghetto per se or stereotypical, whatever. I just think it, that's the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and yes, it's supposed to be in a comedic sense whatever right so it's supposed to be extra the hair is supposed to be bigger mm-hmm. it's supposed to be uh down south dirty south fabulous you know what i mean it's supposed to be like that um they're supposed to have like the country twang and stuff like that so i get it i, I totally get it whatever um i just don't get the part where they act like they've never been anywhere. Because mm-hmm. this is Atlanta. This is supposed to be like the Mecca for like successful black I don't folks. know. It's always that. been like that. I don't know about that in 97. I'm not sure about that no. in 97. I think there was, I think that, I think in 97 is when they were starting to bubble. Well, I think, I, I think, I think that's where people realize. Yeah, it's when they started to, yeah. In mainstream culture, I think that's when they started to bubble. Yeah, I think it's always been a place you know, where the best music come from, the best artists come from, you know what I mean? And um, you can have your business there, you know, it's always been like that, you know? It's just it's just those two girls were, uh, were just waiters, you know, working in a black-owned, you know, uh, uh, restaurant, you know what right. I mean? So it's like, right. so if you think about it, it's always the club was black-owned, you know, the restaurant was black-owned, you know, so it's like it's always always had that. You know. Oh yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta's Black Wonderland. So, yeah, you know, Atlanta's so, always know, been there. Black Wonderland. <laughs> so, it's just what they were trying to do was outside of Atlanta, and right. what they wanted to do happened to be in another 
location, which is in L.A. True. So. Can I be a man for a minute? Go ahead. Holly Berry fine in this movie. Oh, she is. She's very pretty. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Halle Berry. <laughs> Even in the club scene. Mm-hmm. The club scene, she got that uh, that skin tight, like, pleather suit on or whatever. <laughs> idea that pleather cat she got that pleather cat suit on and then like she like like the scene where like she's yelling at her boyfriend or something like that she's mm-hmm. arguing with her boyfriend and she turns around and, and she, she going up walking up the steps good lord oh my god she had a wagon back there she is dragging a wagon behind her i did not know all that good lord oh, wow. yeah man she, she there's a lot of women that like they're that like they're put on a pedestal and they don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's one of those women. Really? I don't think she's one of those women. I think she deserved every pedestal she put on. I, I think she's out there like she's mainstream beauty. That's what I said. I said like that was saying like that. I'm just saying that there's a lot of women that they put on a pedestal. And I'm like ah she alright. Yeah. You know, but like you know like Allie Berry is one. I'm just like yeah she deserved it. You know, right. she deserves all the praise. <laughs> all the praise she get, she deserve it. But and yeah, Mickey, she's like the adorable friend. Yes, like she's very adorable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, she's I like, take her down too. But you know, <laughs> like, like her character is like she's really adorable. Yeah. She's sweet. She's very supportive of her non-talented friend right right she is not talented though whatsoever but you know she has big dreams and obviously at the end she follows it we get to that so yeah so uh but anyway they go to they go to the audition they 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 they're outside doing like horrible dance moves right on the outside (laughs) That no one knows. Yeah, I don't not know. even the South can recognize what they do. You know, yeah, so. it was like what? What was that? Like you, you were talking about the hair. The hair, yeah. <laughs> I think it had like what's her name, Vicky. Vicky yeah. had like this hair. Yeah, feathered out. Looked like a peacock, right? And it in the back, it had what was it? Bam. It said booyah. Oh, it's called booyah because she always say booyah. Yeah. So yeah, because they, they had that scene where they were on the plane going mm-hmm. to LA and like her hair was blocking everything. Yeah, and so it was uh, uh, Nisi's hair was blocking. She had like this crown kind of hat. Yes. You know. Yeah. It looks like the hat that you know uh, flight attendants use too. In a way, that's kind of funny how she's in the plane, but it kind of shaped like the flight attendant. Uh, I'm sorry, the flight attendant hat. Yeah. That you've seen from Fifth Element. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where yeah. it actually had the bob, the bob, the blonde bob that goes with, with it, this, yeah. plus the blue hat, but hers with all hair. Yeah. Um, she had like diamonds, like crowned up in there and stuff like that. Whatever. Yeah, it was really, that was really crazy. Was but anyway, crazy. they go to the audition. They don't get picked. Obviously, they don't. Obviously, they don't get picked. Some just random guy comes up to them. Yeah, the limo driver. Yeah, he's a limo driver, and he takes them to a mansion, and he offers them $10,000. We don't know what for at this time, and they go. And $10,000 is a lot for them, because they've been waiting, uh, they've been waiting for so long. Right. So they're like, where you at? You know, so they get in the car, <laughs> yeah. and 
they changed their hair and their wardrobe in the car. I think they changed their outfit and their hair like three times in the same day. Yeah, yeah, they did. But this is the thing about... Which, which that is, you know, normal. I know women who do, who do that. Yeah. You know, they change their outfit when they leave the house and then they go to school. They change their outfit and their hair and then they have an outfit after school. So I've seen it happen. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like pretty normal. But this is the thing. You're out in LA. Mm-hmm. Some guy comes up to you. Some guy you don't know offers you $10,000 and he takes you away in a limo. How do you know this guy's not a sex trafficker? Right. You know, he could be taking you to a sex den or something. <laughs> you know, right. selling you. He could be taking you to a van. They could gapple you up, put you in the van, you know, take you elsewhere and just like sell you for money. Yeah, and that was the idea I kind of didn't like where, you know, like they don't know any better when it comes to uh, uh, the big city, yeah, knowing yeah. that Atlanta, Georgia itself it, is a it's a city it's itself. It's a city as well, yeah. Right, you know what I mean. So that was the part I was like, okay. It was know. like they're not LA smart. They're not LA smart. <laughs> yeah, type of shit. Right. But uh, but anyway, yeah, he brings them to the mansion. Uh, they meet this guy named Isaac. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells them a story about his uncle. His uncle's dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he tells the girls that his uncle was down with the brown, pretty much. Right. Yeah, he tells a story about his dad. I mean, not his dad's uncle. Yeah, it's his uncle. And it was a, it was a waitress. Not not a waitress. What did you call no, her? No, she was the, she was the, the maid. She was the, the maid. maid. Yeah, she the was the maid. The maid of the household. Yeah. He fell in love with the maid of the household. And they had him marry off someone else because they were down with the squirrel mm-hmm. you know what I mean and then um that was it yeah that was it so so pretty much his uncle was down with the brown he like he liked that cho- he liked the chocolate right and he he wants Nisi to pretend to be his long lost lover's granddaughter right pretty much for ten thousand dollars and so we go to see uh, Isaac's uncle, who's named Mr. Blake Moore, who's played by Martin Landau, and it just all came rushing back to me, and I was just like, Martin Landau is in this movie. Why? Because <laughs> this is like him, like coming off winning an Oscar. Right. It not just won it, but like he, like the the Oscar, the Oscar is still on him. <laughs> you know, like. He still like he because he had won an Oscar for uh, his movie called Ed Wood mm-hmm. with uh, Johnny Depp, and like he won an Oscar for that. And usually when you go to win, usually when you go to win an Oscar, like movie roles just open up for you, you know, like just and like he gets baps. and he gets baps. <laughs> like it's like why are you in this? It was like it's like you were in North by Northwest uh, with. With uh, Cary Grant, you were in Cleopatra with uh, Elizabeth Taylor. He was on Mission. He was on the original Mission Impossible. <laughs> he was like he's an original. He was in the original Mission Impossible, and then he won a, he won an Academy Award for this movie. And the next thing you do is Babs, you know. So, <laughs> and I was just like, why? 
Why? Well, it could be a lot of reasons. Um, maybe he knows the director. Him and want to help him out in his movie. Him and Robert Townsend kick it, maybe. Probably. I don't know. And, you know, work is a word, a job is a job, and he loves acting regardless of what role. Yeah, like those, those were the times mm-hmm. where actors really was all about the art. It wasn't about, well, I want something better, now I got something, or I'm a big star. Like Because a lot of actors did that at the time. They always play, like, really good movies and win Oscars and then play really bad movies or just, you know, any movie that you wouldn't think that they would be in because it was all about the job. It was all about doing what they love. I guess. And it seemed like he had fun. Oddly, it seemed like it had it seemed like he had fun in that movie. Yeah, fun doing it. He had fun. He really enjoyed playing the old man in Baps. <laughs> okay. Halle Berry is fine. Did I mention that? It's probably and they could they probably could help too could get can. the dads. Yeah, I, Halle Berry. I guess. Spend time with her. Yeah, but Halle Berry's fine. That's, that's another thing. That, that could actually help them too. So, but yeah, then they had like the dinner scene, where like they had the dinner and like the dinner was kind of dry. Right. You know, so we had our obligatory, uh, "Hey, the fat black girl can cook." Right. Scene. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they show her cooking and shit like that, and. That scene really, that scene didn't really go anywhere. It was just showing that she can cook. Right. Pretty much. Like, uh, she could throw it out in the kitchen. Yeah, that was pretty much it. And I mentioned that Halle Berry is fine. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, Then we go to, like, this little part of the, the house, and we find out that Isaac is plotting. Isaac out here plotting in these streets, plotting against his uncle. Mm-hmm. Trying to get that money. Trying to get the bag. Trying to get that bag. <laughs> Trying to get the bag. He in there looking like a, looking like an evil supervillain. <laughs> and he's like, I'll get it all. It'll all be mine. <laughs> all this bullshit. But did uh uh Mickey gets caught up with the limo driver? Mm-hmm. Uh, his name Antonio. And he tells her all this bullshit about her, about him, like, having money and he needs to get to it and all this shit. Sounding like a goddamn African email scammer. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, I got all this money. <laughs> and so, like, they get into it. Uh, so, it turns out, like, he's uh, in cahoots with Isaac. Mm-hmm. Uh, he out there, he out there, he out there stealing and thieving. And trying to get the and uh uh pretty much trying to set the girls up. Pretty much. Wow. That part I didn't get that part. That was pretty much it. He was trying to like Isaac was trying to set the girls up the 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 uh to take the fall, pretty much. He would try to have a fall guy for some reason. I don't know. It didn't make any goddamn sense. Right. It really didn't. I was like, why? I thought I thought it was like at the last minute. I thought that he was there to steal the money and then when the girls came to see what was going on then they beat him up and then the cops or should I say the nephew came and he was all like come on it's it's them it's us against them I, I thought I don't think that was the whole plan oh man Isaac Isaac stole but, them out man Isaac was a snitch 
Right. Isaac was snitching. Yeah, he threw him under the bus. He threw him under the bus. They're like, they was, they was in something together. And then, uh, Tracy the lawyer shows up, mm-hmm. uh, played by, uh, uh, actress named, uh, Troy Bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was also in, uh, what was she in? Cause she was in another, she was oh. in, she did five heartbeats. Yeah, she was in five heartbeats. She was in well. five heartbeats. Yeah. So that's how he knows her. She's also, I found out, the writer of this film. She's the writer. Yes. She wrote this movie. Wow, I did not pay attention to the uh, the beginning critics, did I? Yeah, she wrote this movie, <laughs> and so she shows up and tells them tells uh, Blake more about he's like trying to blackmail him and to get some money or something like the whole plot. The plot to me makes no sense at all. It doesn't. All I know is like nephew trying to get money. That's all I know. Character. That part didn't make sense because if sense. he just wanted to get the money, he could have just, I guess, got it. What was the whole point? I don't know. <coughs> I don't plot know. Hole, I That's a plot hole, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, Halle Berry is fine. That's all I know. <laughs> but uh, moving on. So he's gonna give her ten thousand dollars to play as uh, the his, granddaughter, the granddaughter of his ex-lover. And somehow that was supposed to help him get more money. That part I am definitely confused. Anyway, yeah, they take they take after that. They, but you know, a lot of movies were like that at the time. Yeah, it didn't make no sense. Didn't in the make, 90s. It didn't make any sense. But they there take was a lot of students who felt English class at the time, so they didn't know how to right come up with a good plot. Right. But anyway, they take uh Mr. Blakemore dancing. Right. He has like a little. He gets like a little winded. And they take him home, and he and Nisi have like this, just like really heartfelt uh, speech. Like they have this heartfelt conversation in limo on the way home, mm-hmm. you know. And I gotta say, Mark Landau, Mark Landau, is acting his ass off. Right. I mean, like he even gives like a little tear. Like he has like a little tear coming down his face. I was like, wow, he is really acting. He's like, I'm about to get another, uh, I'm about to get another Oscar. Okay. Off of Babs. He's like, I'm trying to get another Oscar. Off of Babs now. Wow. Check yeah, this out. I just, uh, I don't like how they kind of treated him in this movie. It was like, I mean, not like the characters, mm-hmm. but like how they treated him in the movie. How? It's like, it's like, they kind of treated him like a prop more than a person. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. You know, like they didn't really treat the character like a person because he was kind of like an afterthought too in a way yeah he was an afterthought because like he probably got like maybe like four or five scenes in this movie right you don't see him very often you don't see him very often i was like wow they're like wow he's really acting his ass off and then uh dc and mickey kind of uh get a little bit of regret they get a little uh you know Regret of ten thousand dollars. Yeah, to get a little guilt. That wasn't even enough back in the day. Yeah. And on top of that, um, once they go back home, if they would have went back home broke, they'd be worse than what they've already started. Right. You know. So. But yeah, they 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 start feeling a little guilty about being there. You know, you're like, 
It's like they wait for a man to die so they can get ten thousand dollars. <laughs> pretty much. I know, right? But uh, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, and then there's a scene with like Halle Berry's like in front of a uh, she's in front of like these lights and like she got this long gown on and she just got white hair. Very pointless scene. But I was looking at that scene. I was like, damn. I wonder if the people that made Expid saw Babs. You know, I'm just wondering that. I was just wondering if they saw Babs and they saw that scene. It was like, there's our storm. Right, because she had the <laughs> blonde hair. <laughs> and she was wearing the X, uh, the X-Men earrings that yeah. Storm wears. <laughs> yeah, man. I wonder if they saw that. And it was just like, there's our storm right there. Or maybe, or, or maybe she set that up. You know, who knows? So That'd be funny. It'd be I like, know. she got X-Men off of Baps. Baps. You know, like, cause it's like, it's not that far apart in years, you know? So It's not. It's not that far apart in years between doing Baps and doing X-Men. You know, so. But she was hustling. Yeah. But anyway, if Blakemore dies. You know, Blakemore dies. Uh, Nisi and Mickey get the money. Mm-hmm. They open up a shop or whatever. You know, help their boyfriends out still, which I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that part. Cause like the boyfriends show up at the end. They were talking about how sorry the boyfriends are and shit. And uh, the boyfriends show up and they get the money and they still help their boyfriends out pretty much. <laughs> you know, like they didn't they didn't really get it on their own. Right, I, I understand. You know, it was, it was, I, I just didn't like that at all. But yeah, they get the money. That's pretty much it. Yeah, they, um, I gave he, he a triple it, double it, car triple, double it, the amount. And he was all like, we're going, I'm going to give these two girls who I know they're not descendants of my ex-lover. Yeah, because he finds out. Strangers. Yeah. He anyway. finds out, yeah. Well, because the ex-lover couldn't have kids. Yeah. So, that's how he knew. But he still went ahead and gave them money. He gave his inherent inheritance to them. And it was a hundred million dollars apiece. Right. And then the nephew... Zero. Yeah, he didn't get nothing. Get your ass up out of here, Isaac. And then he gave his butler the rest. Rest, yeah. You know, the house, and like they normally do. They yeah. give the butlers yeah. everything. Yeah, usually the butler did it. But uh, so. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. But for me, overall, this movie, I hate to say it, but like, this movie was kind of like watching paint dry. It was. It was. I was just watching it, and I was just like, uh, there's no plot. You know, it's just a bunch of random things happening just a bunch of random things on the screen right and like just like they're like hey here's Halle Berry like looking at Halle Berry right (laughs) here's Halle Berry but anyway yeah but that's how I felt about the movie and I think I'll give my score right now oh god okay I'll give my score for this I'll give my score I'm gonna give it I gotta give it a one, baby. Oh my god. One out of what? I gotta give it a one out of five. Okay, okay. One I was gonna say one out of ten. No, no, because my score <laughs> is one out of five. Come on. Don't act like you ain't been here before. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's one out of five. And I'm probably never gonna watch this again. That's my, uh, because I go, 
I scale on rewatchability and it's not rewatchable. What's the reason though? The only reason to watch it for Halle Berry. I could watch Halle Berry in any movie pretty much. You know, I could watch her in better movies than this. So. Well, my, my mom likes the movie, so. Yeah. What's your score? What's, I gotta give it a score. Yeah, you gotta give it a score. One through five. I'm gonna say three out of five. You gonna give it a three out of five? Well, that's your prerogative. Yeah, so, I'm gonna give it a three out of five. That's your prerogative. That's pretty much it. That was my review of BAPS. Be back next week with another review. Peace. Bye.